Today we have Ryan Robinson with us. Ryan worked as a, did an internship at the Appalachian Trail Conservancy a few years ago. Quite a few years at this point, I'm sure, Ryan, not exactly yesterday. Uh, and he's going to share with us some of his experiences in this program. But I'd first like to start off by asking Ryan, what led to this opportunity to have this internship? So a lot of people probably think this is a really cool thing to do. So share with us what what led to this or what provided this opportunity for you? Yeah. Hey, Chris, thanks for having me. Um, so I went to school in Shepherdstown, West Virginia, and of course the Appalachian Trail Conservancy headquarters are in Harpers Ferry, um, which is basically you know, just five miles down the road from Shepherdstown. Um, and so it was one of those things where coming on to senior year of school, we had to have an internship uh, credit. Uh, and it just so happened that the ATC was right there. And I'd always, you know, enjoyed hiking in the area, um, whether it be on the Appalachian Trail or some of the uh, adjacent trails. Um, and so they had a, so I was a communications major and they had a, um, a public relations internship available. And I was fortunate enough to meet with, um, you know, their, their HR guy at one of our career festivals. Um, and, uh, yeah, linked up with him there, saw the, the opening a few months later and was able to, uh, to hop in there. So what were some of the tasks you were assigned to, to perform? Just an example. Yeah. So with the public relations, what we would do is we would put out these press releases once or twice a week, um, of any anything going on with the trail, whether it would be, you know, maintenance taking place down in Georgia or celebrating a through hike, or sometimes we would do kind of um, hiker spotlights. We would, you know, we would talk to people who had been going through the trail because the ATC, so it's not, it's not technically the halfway point of the trail between Maine and Georgia, but it's kind of like the unofficial halfway point. So people would come in every once in a while we would talk um, with through hikers, and then we would take those press releases and we would push them out to um, you know, newspapers and editorials up and down the East Coast. <laughs> to be honest with you, kind of uh, kind of was just a, a spam type thing where I would just we had a an Excel sheet of every newspaper that was within X amount of miles of the um, of the trail, and we would send those out to people. So we do do a lot of activities like that. Sometimes the ATC would have um, you know things on the weekend. They would have uh, events on the weekend when people would come in, and we would hold those. Whether it be kind of giving, you know teaching people about the trail, um, going over you know techniques that you should you know for really for beginning hikers, um, you know techniques that you should try and adapt when you're going hiking, and especially if you're going overnight hiking. Um, so a lot of uh, a lot of communication with you know local newspapers and uh, and some community outreach as well. While you were there, did you have an opportunity to meet through hikers? We kind of you know there's like this bubble that kind of makes its way up north, and then you have your southbounders making their way down. Did you have the opportunity to meet many through hikers? I did, yeah. So 
what would happen is a lot of people that would be coming through would stop by the ATC. We're about, I'd probably say about a half mile off the trail, uh, maybe a little bit more than that. But they would come in and they would sign. You know, we had a big book for everybody that was hiking, so people would come in. Um, and I want to say most of the through hikers came through around July period. I think that's when most people would be hitting um, that midway point. Uh, but you could always tell when it was through hikers because how the ATC was set up was you kind of had the um, guest services on the front or on the bottom floor. And then above that uh, was where kind of all the, uh, the behind the scenes workers were. Um, and whenever you would come down the stairs, you could kind of catch a whiff. And that's how you would... <laughs> Yeah, it's a pretty dead giveaway that someone was a through hiker, but yeah, we had a. Uh, it, it was definitely, uh, you know, got a chance to talk to a few through hikers. Uh, it was pretty crazy to hear people's stories. Yeah, I'm glad you didn't lead in with yeah. We know a through hikers coming because we could smell them as they're entering <laughs> West Virginia. Uh, you know, funny side story to that. I had a group of Boy Scouts out on the Appalachian Trail in New Jersey a few years back, and a couple of through hikers passed us and. I said, oh, they're through hikers. And one of the kids said to me, well, how do you know that? I said, did you get a whiff? <laughs> you and a long beard. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was going to say. You, you can tell by the smell and the uh, the patchy beard's a dead giveaway, too. Yeah. While you were down there, did you uh, did you have an opportunity yourself uh, to get out and enjoy the, the trail or do any trail work? I'm guessing it wasn't all work, no play. No, so we... We didn't get out on the trail too much. Um, you know, we we would go out sometimes on, on personal time. It'd be kind of it's kind of one of those fun things where it'd be like a Friday afternoon, and a couple people from the office would be like, "Hey, we're just going to go do you know a quick a quick half hour hour hike." Um, but we didn't really do too many you know too many big things uh, actually physically on the trail. Um, we did have it, it was kind of neat. So there were there were regional office offices throughout the trail. So there's like the new I'm a little it's been a while, but I know there's like the New England, there's the Mid Atlantic, and I believe there's South the Southeast office. Um, and one of the cool things that one of the cool things that we got to do was early on when I started, they all came in um, and they kind of had a, a meeting of the minds. And they had after that they had like a nice little cocktail hour. Um, and it was really cool to just meet with everyone and kind of see how, you know, the trails run in different areas. Um, one of the things that I always kind of wanted to do, but never really got an opportunity was to be a Ridge runner. And so what they do is they're, I think it's a volunteer basis, um, but they work in different sections of the trail and they basically do trail repairs. Um, so that was something that I always wanted to do, but just never really had an opportunity to. And one of my Appalachian Trail section hikes, I had the I, the opportunity to meet and speak with a trail um, a ridge runner, trail runner, and they uh, they they really contribute a great deal to the success of the trail and and to the the uh, through hikers opportunity. Everything that's there, they do a lot from little trail maintenance here and there to just being present to help somebody if, they, if, if there's a situation where they may need some help to either get off the trail or there's a, a bad situation occurring. Yeah. They, I mean, they're absolutely integral to the, uh, you know, to maintaining the trail and, and keeping it safe for everyone. So you had mentioned to me 
at one point how much you like West Virginia. Mm. Did, did this start your love affair at West Virginia, or did, was it did, was that already in, in play when you before you took the internship? You know, it, it really uh, kind of, I guess, made it blossom because I'd been in Shepherdstown. Shepherdstown was cool, um, but you know, when you're in college, you not don't exactly explore too much um, in the surrounding area. So I had always been in Shepherdstown. I love Shepherdstown, um, but then when I went over to the AP, ATC, it was my first chance to really kind of see Harpers Ferry and Harpers Ferry is such a cool little town as well. Um, it's just, you know, it's got all the historic vibes. It's got the confluence of the Potomac and the Shenandoah. Uh, there's the Appalachian trail and there are other trails around. Um, so I, it really contributed to, you know, me really falling in love with West Virginia. And I was like, man, this, this little nook right here is just kind of, kind of perfect. I've never heard anybody visit West Virginia and say, yeah, it wasn't that much. It wasn't that great. It wasn't, you know, <laughs> everybody that's ever gone there to visit or just enjoy the outdoors seems to fall in love with it. It's definitely a pretty state. There's no, you can't deny, can't deny that. Yeah. And just a question I meant to ask when we were talking about through hikers, you, you had mentioned that it's the, I guess the psychological midway point is how I've heard some people put it or mm. a symbolic midway point. And the actual midway point is, Probably, Probably about 70 yeah. or so miles further north. Uh, do people kind of have that look on their face, though, through hikers when they get to West Virginia? Is there any kind of feel like, oh, I made it halfway there? Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, from a, a psychological standpoint, um, you know, that's such a huge accomplishment. So you can definitely tell, you know, talking to people. Um, even just to make it, if you're a through hiker, you know, obviously there's that goal, but even just to make it halfway um, is such a tremendous accomplishment. And you can tell talking to people that, you know, it definitely, it kind of gives that, that second wind, you know, I, I can imagine coming in on the halfway point when you're, you know, maybe 50, a hundred miles out and you're kind of dragging a little bit, um, but hitting that, hitting that, you know, that psychological halfway point, sitting down, grabbing a burger and a beer, I think probably helps people, uh, pushes them into that, uh, that second leg. Yeah, I think to hike that long, that many miles, you have to have all these psychological benchmarks because I've hiked in different parts. And I know like in New Jersey, when I've met through hikers, the feeling is I made it through Northern Pennsylvania, the rocks of Northern Pennsylvania. It's mm -hmm. supposed to be a very, you know, a very rocky section Or when I've been in New England, it's oh, only two more States to go till I get to Katahdin <laughs> or, you know, uh, it's it's pretty amazing, and then the tra physical transformation. Right? These people go from struggling to get to ten miles a day, and before by the time they get to Katahdin, they're doing twenty plus mile days. It's pretty incredible. Yeah. So, do you have any plans yourself for any outdoor endeavors coming up? Any goals or bucket list? Yeah. So I actually uh, I've started accumulating some equipment nicole got me a really nice sleeping bag for christmas i got some hiking shoes um so i'd really like to get you know out and start doing some overnight hikes um i'd like to kind of knock out chunks of the appalachian trail maybe two or three days at a time um i kind of had my fair share of hiking and camping for a while um because of the army but now i think uh, i'm ready to to get back out and, um, you know, and, and get back into it. Like I said, I'd like to hit a couple spots on the Appalachian Trail. I went 
two weekends ago, I think, to um, oh, I'm blanking. I'm blanking on the mountain now. It's up in, in Frederick County outside of uh, Catoctin. Um, but anyway, went Sugarloaf, Sugarloaf Mountain um, outside Frederick. Went there uh, two weeks ago. And yeah, looking looking to get back into it. I picked the worst time of the year to decide I want to start hiking again. But uh, going to try. Well, you're not. You're not alone. After I was recovering from my first knee surgery, I'm laying in bed in January looking at snow falling, and that's when I decided I'm getting back into backpacking. <laughs> so, uh, never too late to, to start exploring. Well, Brian, thanks for coming on the podcast. Um, I look forward to having you on for future episodes. Yeah, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. It was great talking to you. All right. Say hello to the family, and uh, we'll talk soon. All right. Thank you. Thanks for listening. If you like this podcast, please feel free to leave a review. If you found it helpful or useful or just entertaining, let us know. We can be contacted at PapaBearHikes at gmail.com or check us out at PapaBearHikes01 on Instagram. Thanks for listening. Get outside and have a great day. This episode of Pop Bear Hikes has been brought to you by Avalon Publicity. Avalon Publicity, increasing the digital footprint of content creators and skilled professionals via website development and social media services. For more information about Avalon Publicity, go to their website, avalonbusiness.org. That's avalonbusiness.org.